Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is Season 3, Episode 9 of the Fly the W670 Podcast, Cubs Bullpen Bump. Don't forget to listen, download, subscribe to Fly the W Podcast, and leave us a five-star review. Crowley, we talked about the uh, bullpen in the first segment of this podcast, but the Cubs also made another minor move to the bullpen. How about how a about little uh, reunion? Carl Edwards Jr., the string being slinger, is returning to the Cubs on a minor league deal with an invite to spring training. Dustin, I'm sure you remember Carl on the mound, 10th inning, game seven of the World Series. Uh, I don't think he expected to be there, but there he was. He gets the first two outs. Everything's looking good. But, the, you know, the two guys that were really grinders and, and a pain in the ass to get out the entire series, Brandon Geyer draws a two-out walk. And then you have an <laughs> Do RBI we have to single. go over this again? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. An RBI single by Rajay Davis to make it a one-run game. Ugh. Mike Montgomery comes in. He gets Michael Martinez to hit a weak grounder to Chris Bryant. Throws it to Anthony Rizzo to end the 108-year drought. Dustin, I think about it a lot. I mean, like, you are literally in the probably most watched game, I, I would say significance-wise, in baseball history when you're on that extra inning game between the two teams that had the longest droughts in the World Series. And it's and he was one out away, Dustin, from being the guy that threw that final pitch. And I know it probably doesn't mean a big deal because guess what? Still has a ring and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, in, in the in the world of autographs and those type of things, Mike Montgomery does it all the time. Final out, last pitch, whatever you want him to inscribe. He gets a little bit of extra cabbage every time he writes that down. So I I, I never have heard Carl talk about it, but it, it would be interesting just to hear what he has to say, you know. Yeah, about that situation, right? Yeah. Right. It's 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 he was almost there. And and so he's bounced around since the Cubs traded him in 2019. He had some stops in San Diego, Seattle, Atlanta, Toronto, and finally he's been with the Nationals the last two seasons, but his 2023 season was cut short with right shoulder inflammation. He elected free agency and uh he's gonna have to try, like I said, he got he's he's got minor league contract but he is invited to big league camp to try and win a spot. 
Um, but Dustin, this is another guy like we were talking about in segment one that, okay, you can put him in Iowa and, and he's a guy that has experience, you know, does he still have, you know, does he still have something to offer? I think he might. Yeah. Now the, I mean, it's, it's worth, it's worth a flyer, right? Right. And, and the funny thing is, is that with Carl Edwards, I actually saw him the Sunday after the Sunday of CubsCon. So CubsCon ends and he was doing an autograph signing in Bridgeview. This is a picture of me. I have a World Series 16 by 20 I'm giving him. And then I also got an 8 by 10 of the two of us signed. But I just absolutely, it was just odd because I'm like, oh, he's in Chicago. You know, I don't know if he talked to anybody then or what happened. But, uh, you know, it's it's good good to have him back. It's, it's a familiar face. Yeah, good now, guy. Nice guy, right? I heard he's a really good guy. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Really friendly guy. And mm-hmm. so it, it, it it's going to be fun. Um, I'll be seeing him out in Mesa, I'm sure. But the Cubs also signed another lefty, Dustin. So that's what we talked about, just kind of throwing your chips in. This kid right here, his name is Blake Wyman, and he was a career minor leaguer. He's a 28-year-old lefty. And so Driveline, which is um, a place where pitchers go and, and they work on different mechanics and stuff like that, they have these pro days where people can come and see some of these reclamation projects. And so the Cubs decided to give this guy a shot. And, you know, what, what, what does it hurt to have one more lefty with you, you know? Can't hurt. Doesn't really cost anything, right? So no, no, no. But one person we won't be seeing in the Cubs minor league system this year is 2022 12th round pick Matthew Peters, who tested positive for a PED. Whoops. Uh, n- Whoops. Yep. Yep. You know, he was, you know, it was. He's, he's obviously, he's not like a, you know, a high round draft pick, but it's just, you know, these guys still do it and, and you have a chance of getting caught. So who knows? Yeah. Not smart. Not no. smart at all. What's the latest on uh, Cody Bellinger? That's the, uh, what the 800 pound gorilla in the rumor, however that uh, phrasing goes. Yeah. That, that, that dance is going to keep happening. I, I don't think we're getting any kind of resolution anytime soon, but there's been a couple of interesting nuggets, but here's the thing, Dustin, you don't know, if it's the team feeding somebody information, you don't know if it's the agent feeding someone right. information, but David Vassa, who's host of the Dodgers talk for AM 570 LA sports and works for MLB network said, I know many people assume that it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to sign with the Cubs and that may eventually happen. But from what I'm being told, the angels have interest in Cody Bellinger and have had discussions with Scott Boris and Cody Bellinger. And we all know Artie Moreno, the Angels owner. When he spends big, he spends big on offense. And the Angels do need a left-handed hitting outfielder. So it does make sense if they can move him between first base and center field the way the Cubs did with Bellinger, that he would be a valuable piece for him. So, you know, we haven't heard anything about the Yankees. We haven't heard anything about Toronto in a while. But now all of a sudden the Angels are getting tossed up. And I don't know, Dustin. I mean, obviously the big move was losing Shohei Otani. And Artie Moreno is a guy that likes to spend freely. So could be a possibility. Like I said, I just don't know. That screams agent. That (laughs) screams agent, agent plotted news to me. I I, I don't disagree with you. It's, it's the thing. The thing I do worry about Dustin is as long as this dance keeps going is you're going to have bitter feelings. You know what I mean? Like what's his mindset going to be when he actually does get here, assuming he does get here, right? Is it going to be, all in is he holding a grudge all great points right and so if all of a sudden the angels do because Artie moreno is a guy that kind of spends like a drunken sailor on leave a lot of time i mean what's to say you know what if all of a sudden cody says you know what forget it this team wants me and it'll give me an opportunity and and i'm going to take it so 
On the other hand, though, Odyssey insider and friend of the pod, Bob Nightingale, said in his latest Nightingale notebook, spring training is less than three weeks away, but Cody Bellinger and J.D. Martinez still have not received a formal contract offer. Two-time Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell's loan offer was a six-year 150 deal from the New York Yankees after Snell requested $270 million over nine years. Dustin, we talked about this last time, about the number of, of top-notch players that are still out there, like literally reigning Cy Young Award winner, you know, comeback player of the year in Cody Bellinger. J.D. Martinez had a great season last season. It, but the fact that they're all Boris clients and the and the fact that the money to me is so far off, like if 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 the Yankees are offering 150 and Snell's saying 270, you're not you're not even close. No. You know, no, and nowhere it, you're nowhere. I mean, you are miles apart. Right. And if the Cubs are saying 150 or 160 for Bellinger and they're asking 240, you're still not close. I mean, we're talking about close to like a hundred million off. And so and so I just did 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 Boris just I don't know did he overestimate his hand or did he think that people were just going to be running all over to get these you know some of his clients I don't know I'm I'm just I'm very curious to see how this happens yeah we'll see how it happens but yeah I, Boris I mean I think Boris is playing stories all over the place because his guys aren't getting what anybody wants right it, it, it's this is where it gets tricky and so John Morosi tweeted out on Thursday morning, this morning, Justin Turner's free agent decision will occur this week. Now, Morosi mentioned that his market is helped by multiple large market teams looking for an impact corner infielder. He goes on to mention the Cubs, the Giants, and the Blue Jays. Dustin, last year, Turner slashed 276, 345, 800 with 23 home runs and 96 RBIs, but primarily as a DH. Last year, he started at DH 98 times, first base 35 times. He only played third base seven times. Now, is that because he can't anymore or because the Red Sox have Rafael Devers at third, right? right? I think so it's because it, they have Rafael Devers at third. <laughs> now, I'm not saying Turner can play 60 games at third, but if he did some sort of combination of DH first and third, wouldn't that really solve a lot of problems for the Cubs? Yeah. Yes, it would. Because I'm looking at this right here, and, and Matt Chapman is still out there. Again, another yep. Boris client. But from all accounts, I mean, he had a down year offensively, and you're taking a look at Matt Shaw, who everybody that we've talked to, Dustin, every prospect expert has Matt Shaw being one of the Cubs' top prospects. There's been, there's been people that have had him ahead of Kate Horton. Okay? So if you're telling me you're going you're gonna to sign Matt Chapman for a five- or six-year deal, well, then where does Matt Shaw play? Because he's not playing second and he's not playing short. So you're, you're, you're going to block one of your top prospects. I don't see that happening. So for me, when I take a look at third, I, I'm, I'm not we, – we talked about this last time. I'm not excited that if today was opening day that it would be, you know, sort of wisdom, morale, magical combination thing. I think we saw how that went last year. I wasn't super impressed. If Justin Turner still has some in the tank, and this is another guy – that has leadership all over him. You know, he, he's, yeah, he's a he does have that. Yeah, he, and he's been, he's been in big games, played in big markets. I mean, I think he'd be, I, I think Cubs fans would fall in love with him. Right. And, and, and I, I think about the fact is, is that Matt Shaw is going to be coming up maybe possibly if he has a good season in the minors, 
He might be a guy that comes up in July, August, September at some point in time. But but let's keep in they mind. They might need him sooner rather than that later, Crowley, based <laughs> on the roster right now. But, but, you know, remember we got excited about the same thing with Trey Mancini and Eric Cosmer. And we're like, oh, you know, they can teach Matt Mervis the ropes. And, you know, all they got to do is be serviceable. And and they were not serviceable, Dustin. So I would – I. I'm, I'm, I'm part of me has kind of got that in the back of my head, but it's, it's, we're, 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 you know, the bullpen is starting to come into focus. It's still third and first base. And I think if, if Cody Bellinger does come back and is willing to play first, I, th I think that opens up a lot of opportunities. And, and I think that if Cody comes back, I think I'd be less panicky about that trio of Cubs at third base when we're talking about magical wisdom and morale. Yeah, I think the key word there, though, Crowley, was less panicky. <laughs> that, that, panic, definitely. that means you're still panicked, right? It's not, it's not, it's just, it's less panicked. So Less panicked. But, uh, you know, with spring training coming up, Dustin, and, and I, am a, I, I am nothing if not somebody that is a uniform aficionado. Yes, I don't know are. if you saw this. Yes, you are. But we have had our first sneak peek of the Cubs' new spring training hat. And right. to me, Dustin, it is sharp for the listeners. It is a powder, like, like what would you say, North Carolina blue? Yeah, Tar Heel blue. Yeah, not Cubby blue. The brim is Cubby blue. The bear is Cubby blue. Um, I like it. I think it's cool. I'm not a big hat guy anymore. I used to never not be seen in a hat, basically. Um, but now when I wear a hat, I get a raging headache all the time. Well, so, so what you got to do is you got to buy the flex fit. And, and, and that way it's, it's a lot better, like the stretchy ones. I'll tell you what. You buy me one, I'll give it a try and let, and then I'll let you know. <laughs> but, okay. but you, I think it looks awesome. I am definitely going to buy one. And for people that didn't know the last couple of years, it is cool. I mean, listen, Crowley, I, I'm not saying, I mean, I like it. I, I really, I really do. As long as, you know, I know not everybody can see what we're looking at, but visualize, right? Radio, theater of the mind. You, neither you or I are as good as Pat Hughes at describing things. But this hat has one of those gold stickers on it with like the sizing of the hat with the, this is flex fitting take the sticker off oh yeah take right yeah. don't you take the sticker off right crawley i can't stand when people wear the sticker like take the sticker no. off why is the makes, sticker still on i don't get it makes no sense and the other thing doesn't that makes no sense is the old the last couple of years the cap for the uh for the spring training had mesh on the, all the back and the sides so the front was like normal paneling, but the back had mesh. And so you'd go out to, if you went out to Arizona, not everyone goes out to Arizona, but if you went out to Arizona, you'd get sunburned through the mesh if you didn't make sure that you took proper precautions. But is that, so, is that part of the flex part of this thing when it's the no, mesh? No, no, it, it was okay. just the design. You can tell how long it's been since I bought a hat. So, you know. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll buy you one when I'm out in Arizona, see if we can get them. And, uh, and hopefully that'll, that'll, that'll change your mind on the, on the whole flex fit, because I think I know what you're talking the about. The look is cool. I'd like a t-shirt. I, I like the, I, I like it as a t-shirt. If I could find one of those, I, I maybe I'll have to go to the cub shop and take a look or if obvious shirts wants to play with that, but they don't really do logos. Everything is just words with obvious shirts. And just so you know, just for everybody that's listening, uh, Joe Johnson from obvious shirts has just put out the Ryan strong, the Rhino strong, um, oh, series. Really? Really? I did not know that. Okay. That's cool. It, it is very cool. And so, um, a hundred percent of the proceeds go to, um, to help with, uh, the charity. It's all through charity. 
I think I want to say that Sandberg has uh, some cancer charities that he's looking into. So if, if people are really interested, Joe has done another wonderful job. He's working with the Sandberg family. Joe's not getting one penny for this. This is all to raise money for charity. So if you haven't gone to the obvious shirt site, um, it, Joe had a design with a rhino on it. And, and it came out, I think, last year or two years ago that had the 23 on it. But now it's got the rhino strong and then the 23 strong. So um, for those of you that are just, uh, Rhino has posted some updates on Instagram and, you know, he's back home feeling a little bit better, but, uh, you know, I think we all want to support Rhino and, and his family. And, and again, Rhino's a guy that obviously has big name, but there's a lot of other people dealing with cancer too. So if we can raise money for a good cause and, you know, do a little, you know, represent Rhino, I think it'd be really awesome if on opening day, like, you know, 40,000 strong are wearing Rhino shirts and hats. Yep, I would uh, I would second that uh, opinion you just shared there, Crowley. Well, Crowley, that's a wrap. Don't forget to download, review, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us, flythew670 at gmail.com, and you can watch us and see pictures of hats on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Yep, and uh, the hats are beautiful. The rhino strongs are beautiful. Go Cubs! <laughs>